Well, I think it's very important, of course, that this is another episode of Unnecessary Talk with Brian Sturgis. I am dead Brian Sturgis. Are you? I don't think so. Timothy Hall. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. At Mr. Brian Sturgis, at Timothy Hall Music, Poor Life Choices TV, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. I'm very rushed. You're looking morning. good, Brian. Thank you. Oh, yes, thank you. Let's get it. Let, mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're you're clean shaven. You got your checkered uh, yeah. shirt on. Got more chins than a Chinese phone book. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's not a good angle. Not a that good angle. messing with my lighting. Oh, yeah. You're looking good. You're handsome. You're looking good. Look, we're both clean. You know what it is? Because both you and I are attacking 2022. Yeah. Right? We're trimming. Because really, the first step to getting life together for a man is removing any sort of unnecessary weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, the like kind that's easy to remove. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, a, I'm, I'm slick, right? I'm, I'm in there. I, I don't need a cap, but you get it, right? Oh, yeah. I used to, you know what? I used to swim competitively. <laughs> really? I believe because of the shoulders. Yes. Shoulders alone, you're swimming. Yes. The I know butterfly. This. That was... <laughs> The most inefficient way to swim, the butterfly stroke. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it looks like you're drowning and swimming at the same time. <sighs> so um, right outside of 1192 Studios, <laughs> there is a 100-piece seafood oyster bar. There is? It should be outside your door right now. Okay? So we're going to watch you eat. 100 pieces of various seafood. It cost me $300, but it's worth it. So there's oysters, there's clams, there's raw everything. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about it. Uh. My, my, uh, I'm an honorary Cajun. My oh, nice. mug is on the other side of the screen. I meant to pour this coffee into the other coffee mug. But you want to know what's funny? I again, I don't know where that shop is. Like, I don't, I don't know where. <laughs> you still one can't find buy the, anything. The four life choices. To, uh, it's been shop. a thing. You know, this week has been a week of like. I think I got. I'm going to knock this out in two hours. I'm on day three. You of, of of you know. Being... Technical nerd zeros ones. Oh, oh, I yes, of course. Yeah, sexuality, but it was definitely binary. You yeah, know, was... <laughs> ones and zeros, baby. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Which is funny because my parents always said I was number two. <laughs> sad. It's so sad. Well, uh, uh, here we are again. We're gonna. <laughs> I kind of have to throw out my playbook. Yeah, or uh, at least, uh, yeah, you got to. Because let's Your market, see. save One, it for later. Two, three, four. Four out of the five things that were I had planned for this morning are no longer available to be done. Yeah, we, we got to think on our feet. We got to be so, like uh, zipping and zapping. Improvise. Improvise. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the early morning stuff. I'm a mob now. <laughs> the little Sauvignon Blanc, which is also the name of a stripper that I once had to pay for. 
uh, you know, I don't know what you want to talk about. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be one of them, uh, one of them shows. Can't say I wasn't prepared, but that's okay. Um, I, I mean, it's not good. It's not good. I have. Are no, you describing have, this episode? It's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, <laughs> this whole thing reminds me of the time that I was once in Westwood and I had leftover pizza. And there was a homeless woman, right? Unattractive because you don't ever see real hot one, right? And she was all methed out. And, ah, you know, and she's like, can I have some money? And I said, I don't have any money. I was like 21. I was like, but I have this leftover pizza. She's like, carbs. Carbs. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's, like, she's like, that'll bind me right up. I don't want that. I was just like, oh, okay. So, you know. Bind, yeah. It was a, it, she's talking she was constipation, almost right? She's like, you know, I live on the streets. I can't do car. She is, she's like an LA homeless woman. So she's like, I she's Instagramming from the methadone clinic. She's like, mm. <laughs> Feeling cute. <laughs> may delete later. You know, Maybe. speaking of, and this may be insensitive, but sometimes when I think about, could I be a homeless man? Cause I could be, you know, it just takes one life change for me. And I'll we be don't living. know what life change that would be. It would be the yes, death I, of your life. <laughs> if, if the lady leaves me, I will be making room underneath the Santa Monica Pier or wherever. Maybe Let me a little ask you a question. Are you, uh, you insured? So if a, an accident was to beseech her? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am not up on, on the You should take uh, this out, but uh, my friend Rocco Alatoro, <laughs> which I think was the character from Oh, the you Supremes. know a guy, huh? <laughs> right. Rocco, he, uh, you know, he makes uh, wives, uh, you know, go shop, go grocery shopping for a very long time. Long time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would you do? Not to. So let's say, right. I've made plans. derailment. Quick. Yeah. Right. You're doing this. You're in the middle. Of, <laughs> you get a text message that says. I'm out. Drain derailment. Oh God! Right? She's like, ah, she's like, ah, I'm texting you from heaven. Take, oh, don't forget to take the dog out, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I got to do that. I'm, I'm in trouble. She's text. She's mad. She's like, take your shoes. <laughs> she's like, you need an app that you can communicate. Right. Uh, also, I, mean, I feel like touching yourself is weird. If Santa and all of your relatives are there looking down on you, like, do they look away? Like. If you're always, if you're like your Maybe great grandfather's like, here, and you're like, eh, eh, he's like I jeopardize, like I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look over there. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the same as when you're taking your dog out, and you know you don't you avoid eye contact while they're uh, pooping. You know. I mean, maybe you. Yeah, maybe the you... dog does not. Yes, but if you remember when I when I I moved here to. Um, Punk to Tawny. <laughs> yeah. You and Phil came together. <laughs> Phil. Is, when I was um, looking at the uh, palatial estate, Coyote, you had those Pennsylvania. Oh, coyotes. that's right. The Coyote was going around, and I'm looking at the place, and he's like, oh, my Coyote, he looks at me. Unbroken eye contact and squats. And he defecates upon to the land that he let me know was his. Like oh, an yeah. old shaman. Like an old, you know what I mean? I see can it have now because that coyote eyeballed me, and he was like, "You thinking about moving in? Let me show you this." <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a struggler. <gasps> it wasn't a smooth one. <laughs> but, but it was like, but he was communicating. He was communicating a message both with his anus and his and eyes. His eyes. Yeah. Much like Joe Pesci's acting 
skills. I don't know if you've seen his early work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so I'm thinking, you know, I would set up some sort of, uh, I wouldn't go for underneath the overpass because everyone's doing that. So I'm thinking bluffs. I go into the bluffs. Mm, bluffs are I, nice. I know that there's like a lands, landslide, mudslide, you know, rain situation, but I think, I think I can make something nice in there. And the, and the nice thing about the bluffs, and this is what I was going to get to initially for the, the whole reason for this is the one thing that I'm worried about when I'm homeless is I don't have a bathroom. Cause, cause you know, she was saying that she it would bind her up. So you gotta so be a little more conscious. So, so you like, right, right, right. Yeah. I can't have spaghetti sauce, you know, I don't, you know, cause the acid really gets to you. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. Well, but what would you really do? And and now let's say, right. Trained around but there's been no legal thing. So there's no money. You get nothing. You're just, it's out. And any, and anything she has, including possessions in which to sell, they're all gone, right? Whatever. Yeah, Whatever it out. is, you are now on your own right now. Boom. What do you do? You know, Brian, <laughs> is this how we're doing phones? Yes. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like you're camping, like literally outdoors. I can't go inside. I need well, a place just, to stay. Just open a door. Walk, just, just walk inside your home. What's the it's problem? It's not that easy. It's gone. Well, what's what's man. the problem? Just go home to your wife. Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> you, know that, you know that uh, Union Pacific? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Well, yeah. I'm on a cell phone now. I switched over. Hello? <laughs> Long Island Sound LK774. Connecting. Ding. I know the sound of two nickels hitting a petty job, Mr. Something, from Funny Farm with Chevy oh. Chase. But, but honestly, so so you're uh, so um, you're uh, we're gonna keep this. <laughs> oh, well, we're back at it. I got two phones. I got stereo. We got BlackBerry stereo. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he's he's talking to his agent. He's talking to me. This is my new business card. I'm like making deals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> I, like to do, I like to collect cell phones and I leave them around the house and the lady's like I've never seen that phone before and I'm like don't ever open it yeah. you never want to open that one yeah I'm going to wipe that down I do have quite the collection of yeah you could uh, make you know a couple bucks on those you can make a couple calls yeah and a couple calls you pay for all you the lines of course they're, they're actually vastly different sizes I know this is fascinating okay so all right, but, but honestly, it's over, right? Yeah. Right, we're on the phone, so call me back. Let's, let's, you know what? Reset the scene. We got this. We have this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? I'm at home cleaning my phone. Go ahead. Ring, 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 ring. Moshi, moshi. B Ryan, what's up with it? <laughs> Vanilla face. <laughs> what it is, just having a little white wine at uh, 10 20 in the morning. Mmm. Nice. Uh, hey, uh, I gotta tell you. Could you hurry happen. up? These are costing me five cents a minute. Oh, geez, I didn't know you. You're still on that payment plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll make it quick then. I'm I'm outdoors. I'm I'm uh, I got no home, right? 
What do you mean? There's a Union Pacific situation. She's out of the picture. Uh, how's your garage? You cleaned out your garage, right? Well, I don't understand what you're saying to me. Are you saying your wife was <laughs> was <laughs> was jogging down a railroad track with exactly. her earbuds in, watching last week's episode of Unnecessary Talk with Brian Sturgis? Yeah, and then she made and a hard left by such comedy and rugged fatu- and flatulence. <laughs> Yes, that's such I started flatulent to say fat, vocabulary. Flatulent seemed, uh, she and she she technically, the train was stopped at at the station. <laughs> yeah, but she she was running. She's like, <laughs> blonde hair, bones, yeah. iPhone Ooh. parts everywhere. Yeah, is that what you said? That, you that said? is exactly. I don't know how you knew it, but that's exactly what I was. Well, saying. I saw it on the news. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay, that makes so, sense. What are you going to do now, bud? Well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm currently furloughed or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> I was thinking maybe I'm on, I'm on record this podcast on Friday. Is that cool? Yeah. You still down to do that? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, maybe available a lot more than Friday, but I was wondering, uh, you cleaned out your garage a little bit. I hear maybe I there's did. a little place near the, uh, washing machine that, uh, I did. Maybe a guy could, you know, sleep. Are you telling me you're you're currently a vagrant, like some sort of Norman Rockwell-less child runaway with a bindle and a police officer sitting next to him at a kitchen counter? Yeah, I reference. If you find that, I'm impressed with you. I got to be honest with you. That's too deep, unless you're like an old artist from New England. That's oh, true. I'm gonna have to listen back. You don't like Rockwell? You don't like Norman Rockwell? Oh, I, I mean, guess I know, we should keep talking Norm. about your dead wife. I call him but Norm. Norman Rockwell was one of the greatest ma- Saturday Evening Post. So Absolutely. many covers. No, 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 it's fine. His wife died. Yep, yep. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's my boss, Charlie Okowski. Jeez. Oh, well, listen, come on over. We have a lot of work for you to do. Um, oh, good, 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 good. Um, Gainfully employed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Under know if table. you're into latex. Is that your thing? Okay, so I've been trying to find a guy. I don't know if you're into water sports, and I don't mean jet skiing, but I kind of mean peeing on your face. Okay, let's I mean, I'll be over. I got no you know, other choice. This is what happens when there's a plan, and then the plan is no longer there. Yeah, you get this. This is what happens. Yeah. This is what happens. I'm out of minutes. Successfully executed. <laughs> Bit. <laughs> Total commitment. Oh. Yeah. Check that one off the list. <laughs> Oh, goodness, goodness. Mm. Mm. A couple of situations I want to talk about. All right. Like a true narcissist and egoist, which is a word I've just created, I sometimes will listen to the podcast. So the podcast will come out. I say, like, you'll put the podcast up. Oh, you you put it on, um, you you listen to it through the, just through, like, uh, the podcast app like or sure. you're listening to the youtube version i'm well i'm looking at the view i'm watching what you've put up basically and uh you know they're not actively sitting there watching but i'm like you know because i was you know i say i say you can't be canceled with no gigs but uh oh i should talk about that i need to come up with things to talk about during this <laughs> it's like an improv conversation while i was listening to it 
I uh-huh. noticed that I have a, a, a tick that I say the words, you know, over and over again like I'm simple. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people have that one. It's too much, though. I was, I was like, you know, anytime I'm you like know? making up shit, I'm like, you know, uh, Josh uh, kicked some guy in the head with his foot, you know, you know. It's it's like oh, it's almost like a pesci. It's half pesci. It's back to pesci's a hole. Right? Yeah, you know, you know, hey, you know, you know. Okay, okay, okay. I wanted to take one of that episode and just do a cuts. Like I got to oh, do oh, the so thing t- where I can search by the, you can search by the words. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then. I would be interested to see the how many went like you know you know you know you know you know when they show the clips of yeah they call the it the super being cut. like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah I mean, they, like he says that 150 times I don't know yeah. he's a white guy from uh, the Cavaliers so don't make it fucking weird that's rich that was one of the <laughs> but basically I keep saying you know and it's like a, it's it's um it's no good you know <laughs> it's a no bueno for you. It's better than um, though, probably, right? I don't know. There were way too many. Okay. There were way too many. It's I'll, I'll see like if I, I have lie one. a lot on the show. You also lie a lot on the show, so he said. <laughs> it's almost like I do. There's something else I should mention. I'm playing. I started to do a handful of stand-up, and I, oh, I keep yeah, playing yeah, yeah. these clubs, but the I get... They notify me like an hour after we filmed the podcast for the thing. So for for the last month or six weeks, I keep getting the gigs, but then I don't have time to promote them on here. Yeah. Because by the time we're done and then they're like, blah, 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 they don't come out. So the point is, oh, I should put my dates on a website that no one, I don't I haven't been on my website. I don't, my website may be down. That's true. It's right next to the store, right? I have no idea. Yeah, Loading yeah, in the Find ether. the mugs. If you find the mug app, let me know. But I'm playing anyway. So I'm doing the stand up and I'm doing all this stuff, and uh, I'm not good. <laughs> it turns out not good. I I'm not. Here's here's the thing. I'm playing. I'm playing Flappers a bunch. Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, world famous comedy club, and they're very nice to starting to book me. But I don't stand up is this will sound very, um, well, I guess, what do you call it? I'm not immature, uh, inexperienced, naive. Yeah, perhaps. But the difference between doing comedy that I'm used to from improv and comedy clubs, because I've performed in, you know, we're like small black box theaters or whatnot. Is it being prepared? <laughs> Is that the difference? <laughs> it's uh, people are there. They're they're looking at you, and it's quiet. At a comedy club, they're drunk. Oh yeah, they're eating food. Volatile. They're talking. Yeah. So I hadn't done a real comedy club with it's like food and dining and tickets and blah, blah, parking and blah blah blah. And I noticed the, and I have no material, right? Which is not good. But I went out, and what I noticed was that the first time that I did it, I was like experiencing doing comedy stand up in a proper club for the first time, right? Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, this person is just eating a, a veal pop sandwich. And they're just talking here, which is fine. But I'm used to the theater where, where it's... Oh, you have everyone's attention. Or the intent is... It's a different... Well, there's no alcohol, right? Yeah. And you're not eating. Yeah, you have your... They're there. They're there to watch you. You're the focus, But these yeah. people are like, you're eating a hamburger, and you're like one of seven people coming up, but I'm ter- I'm the worst. And I don't even care, because I just started. The other thing I have a problem with is I look too old to not be good. Because yeah. if you look... Oh, I just technically really started this six, five, four, six weeks ago. But they don't know that. They see a guy like, oh, he should be better. What if for a man you put... If like I was 21, bas- you'd be like... What if you put a backwards uh, baseball hat on and a uh, slingshot in the back of your pants? Like Dennis the... Oh, look at that. It's oh. Great. Amazing. Is this part of your act? <laughs> I'm prison Mike. <laughs> <You know what's... laughs> well, you're half a head Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. It's, uh, I'm not very good. But I'm a but I'm t- I'm a beginner at this, and it's funny that in that first one I was like, oh, this is not the same vibe. So while it's happening, I'm like experiencing <laughs> this for the first time, right? Yeah. And then they and then they um, they wrote to me. I went back there a couple of weeks later, and uh, it was one of those random nights, and there weren't a lot of people in the crowd. I was just like, so then I started crowd work and the only people in there were the comedians so that's never good and then so then i'm booked i got i got a gig on sunday night they don't know the other comedians don't know that i don't know what i'm doing that i have because they know the moment i get on stage oh yeah yeah then they're like oh i get it but in the moment before and it's so weird like you know like a better man would quit already like if you're like because once you get an age you're like i don't want to learn new things and be out of my comfort zone most people at this age are like i'm going to watch csi miami yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it's a trip, and you know I'm very blessed. Thank you, you know, flappers for booking me. Check them out Sunday night, and uh, which I'm doing the Sunday shows, which is great because nobody that those are like the shit show. <laughs> you know, really, yeah. Well, so you're I'm getting like, your feet give me, wet. Give me the word. Give me the ones. Give me the shows that nobody wants. The two thirty afternoon on the Tuesday, just so I can get some reps out because I I don't have anything. It's like not only am I because improv is this what we're doing here i can get on stage give me a topic tangerines and we'll talk about tangerines and the vitamin c and how orange they are wow so orange right yeah but in stand-up they'd actually like jokes and for you to be funny right like with a beginning and a middle and an end yeah all that stuff so i've been trying to do the thing about the ladies and the kid and the lady does the lady got mad at me but i was like um the lady got mad at you is that what you said well two weeks ago i started some of you obviously that have googled me you'll know that i had sex with my student of course she was 37 and had one good egg left (laughs) so you know so that (laughs) that took it and then this week i was going to open up with uh i'm getting married in a few months and i don't know at what point i should tell her that i don't love her (laughs) oh jeez. just for the audience now i said that to the lady and that that like little innocent th- yeah you know yeah that's i'm like bad. you're vera from cheers you're not a real person you're not a real human being in these stories you're oh, megalithic, yeah, yeah. right you know because she's you know she's a big girl you know 350 pounds of pure southern woman <laughs> oh big yeah cankles. i mean like big you know she watches those 600 pound life and she's like ah but <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Bunch of wimps. Yeah. I love her. See, I don't body shame. I like a big guy. never have. Yeah. And when that forklift comes and puts her in a rented U-Haul, and we, and we go to Denny's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was that the you? That was the backup. That, was that her walking backwards? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> you see, honey, you're not real. You see, by describing what she's not, I hope she gets it. But that I was like, what do you think of this? And it's always a mistake. They don't care about funny. They they just want. They just you know, like protect yeah. them. Sensitive creatures. And that throwaway turns like into me. like. A little snowball into like, you don't tell me you love me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Should we even get married? Just like, I don't even have this. I mean, lady, like, you're not, you're not a real person on this show. You can't have, it doesn't matter. I could be like, ah, just, her cankle snapped. (laughs) Wait, it's not real. It's okay. (laughs) But going out to the club, like, so basically I don't have an hour. I have no material, nor experience. Check, check. And uh, I got to tell you, if you're older doing this, it takes a certain amount of, um, I want to say balls and arrogance, just to be like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I just did it. I did a bad job. And, and I want to do it again. again two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because in it's all my about mind, your mindset, when they though. see me, they think I should be better because I'm old. If I was 20, they're like, oh, you know, he's working it out. But I, you know. Tell him I, you have I, that aging disease. It, you know, I have, yeah, Benjamin Button. Yeah, yeah, the rapid, there is aging. one, the rapid oh, yeah, aging one. Like, you look, you look at not good. when you're 12, when you're yeah. like, I just want to find love. <laughs> I just want a handy in a dugout. Someone love me. Yeah, in the bleachers. Someone love me. Yeah. So anyway, so come out to Flapper, see me take a hot doogie. And and here's the other problem is now Flappers, right? It's, it's a professional, so they're mixing the bill up. So I'm performing with guys that are on that are performing on Conan and back like Seth Myers, Letterman, like they're all they've been on the late show three times. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, set up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So it's almost like I'm more embarrassed to be performing in front of comics. Oh, then the audience itself. Right. Yeah. And then I tried to that like in the green room, you let them know that I'm a greenhorn. It's not good. Like I'm too old. Like I'm too old, and I look like this to be. It's not good. So I don't you know. You say and things then, like, "I wish I thought this room would be greener." In fact, last week, I said to the lady, "All oh, 350 pounds of." <laughs> I said, "I should probably take a little time off, even though I've just started." And maybe write some, like, write, like, actually sit down, Carl in it, and try to really make something. I so, said, wait, you're just it. going up there half cocked, as the kids say? I, no cocked. There no was, cocked. There's not a cock anywhere. I have, I have no <laughs> not idea. Not even what loaded. Yeah. I try to practice in the car driving from Ponxatani. Maybe it's all <laughs> in the rhythm then. You just try to get the rhythm right, and it doesn't matter what you say. Well, glorious. Dennis Miller it. But I'm so new at it. I mean, I mean, like, if you do the math, I've done 15 minutes of stand, you know, five minutes times, whatever. Well, that must feel like a long five minutes. It is. Yeah. Last time, the last one, I was just like, you know what? Because there wasn't a lot of people. There. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> and the, the, the biggest laugh when I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. I just put the mic on. I walked out. I don't need you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have nothing. And then it's like not having 
being new, not having something and learning and not, you know, you, you would think, oh, I could tell his jokes, man. When you're up there and you're by yourself yes. and all you hear is click clacking of the, of, of the chicken piccata. <laughs> oh, I made the other day. <laughs> tell him Brian Stewart just wants you to request the chicken piccata when you're at flappers. <laughs> But I don't know. It's just—it's weird to be like, oh, I was on—I uh, was on the Late Show last night, I'm just working out some material. How long have you been doing this? Since I got in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started. Uh, yeah. But I, so I wasn't going to do it. So I was like, take some time, finish your projects, and then really get to it, and then start. And then they then they poked me again, and then I. I well, you took, must like, be doing something respond. right, or at least filling up a a hole in the schedule. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. But that's what you have to do. I mean, quite frankly, I don't want give give me this give me the worst shows ever because I need. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new, but it's like it's it's intimidating. I mean, if some guy's been on the Late Show, it's just like, oh, I would don't suck. You know, I couldn't even get in the car to go to the place to do it. It's terrible. Well, that's my sickness, and I wasn't going to go this time. And when they wrote to me, I was kind of upset. Cause I was just like, oh my god, like, cause I'm Another so bad, you know, and I, and I want yeah. to improve, but it's like, let me take, let me in my mind to focus, and then I took a night to think about it, and then it's like you got to say yes. It's the whole thing. You just got to, you got to go, and you got to take hot dumps. And they're starting to book me on this, but the some of the, but this is like some of these shows, man. The people on there, they're like winners from American Got Talent or Last Comic Standing. This is where these people perform. Yeah, I'm like uh you guys want to do an improv set? Uh, I got your back. <laughs> what I love about stand-up is no one has your back. Yeah, it truly is say. a baller move. I mean, you you improvisers are a bunch of bitches. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's it's great, but you're a bunch of bitches. But the people that go up there by themselves, if you have the ability to sell out Madison Square Garden and for ninety minutes just talk a man in a sheer microphone, yeah, I mean that's as close to a god as you can get. Yeah, that's goddess. impressive. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know, you know what I mean? You know, you know, you know, we should make a drinking <laughs> I game. I do. Where there, you know what I mean? <laughs> where there should be for every five, you knows, you take a shot or something or whatever. You take a sip of the beer. You know, it's funny as I, uh, you know, uh, Lara, the lady does that a lot. The you know? She says, she says, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And she said it you know so much that I started to be like, I don't think yeah, I <laughs> I'm closing in on it, but I'm not quite there. <laughs> I don't exactly know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, when well, I listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, interviews with comedians. And they all talk about their, uh, that first, um, oh, <laughs> dang, I had a spell of that. Okay. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> Uh, we just got word, uh, the missing member of our team, <laughs> it was rushed to the uh, hospital and has been diagnosed with a bad case of, uh, snoring. <laughs> so he was unable to, to be here today. It was too much. I ride that guy's balls hard. <laughs> I ride it because... It's interesting. It's interesting being friends with a big shot, especially in his own mind. <laughs> okay, I love you. No, but like, you know, he's such. Um, 
you know, he's he's a winner among a a group full of losers. You know, like. Oh, wait, but sure? we're the losers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to make that sure. <laughs> I was just talking to him yesterday about uh, the film festival and all that stuff, and uh, and uh, I, I pitched a show called Science Bitches, and what it is is a sketch show about science, kind of like a drunk history. But you have Willis. You stick him in a tuxedo in front of like the fireplace with the high back leather chair and some. Oh books, yeah, right. Corinthian leather. Right. Make him real smart, like you know what I mean. Bass, have the dog come over, lay at the feet. Maybe perhaps oh, yeah. a nice briar pipe with a little latakia, just a little bit. It'll stink up the room. She'll hate it, but just a little bit of latakia. Which is also the name of a woman I dated for six months in the early nineties. Oh wow, <laughs> how'd that go? <laughs> Not well. Not good. They they don't add well. When you date like a lot of people for twenty years, you're gonna have a lot of enemies. Like there's there, like there there's definitely a gaggle of gals that are just like this motherfucker. This you know. <laughs> yeah yeah you, you've got a reputation out there. And I was like you do science bitches and and you then you do sketch comedy about science. You know, you know what I mean. You know. You know. <laughs> so that was my pitch. And I said, we do five minutes at a time. So I'd like to pitch that show. Coming at you, Poor Life Choices Productions. He'll never do it. It'll never happen. Or? He'll never do it. He'll never do it. Let me tell you what. I know you'll do realize. it. He'll, he'll be the consultant. Yeah. Anyway, so Science Bitches, check it out. Coming to Poor Life Choices. Dot TV. Guaranteed. working on. Yeah, yeah. I have one more thing to do on that. Oh, boy. Good. But yeah, uh, Willis is a... Right now, uh, they're giving, they're they're pumping on his chest. Yeah, stop snoring. Yeah, comedy, science. I don't know. It would be interesting. It's this town. Really, it's so it, it's this town is. This is not. This is just a generality. Okay. But this town is really full of dreamers. And there's like dreamers that do, and then there's like all these different layers, you know. Like we know people, no matter how how much you try to help them, they can't help themselves. And you're like, why? What am I doing? And the selfishness of 2022 is. Oh, it's going to be epic. It's just basic business. You know what? You know what it is? It's selfish fellatio. Oh. I filleted you. I'm dry. Not a lick. <laughs> Not a tickle. Right. And that's everyone in this town. But then you look and they all fade away. And you're like, oh, well, yeah. And it's the it's trying to help people that are either lying to themselves. That's the hardest thing. Like, I got some guys that post. They're like, I just yelled at a casting director because I was like, I'm awesome. And then two months later, he's like, I'm leaving L.A. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's interesting about having a large contact of people in entertainment is watching the the complete unraveling and destruction of, of quitting because in Los Angeles, let's say that 99% of people quit. And I don't that's think that's not a realistic number. I mean, Probably really, not. if you, if you do entertainment for 20, 30, 40 years, I mean, how many people do that? How many people get in their two geo metros welded front to back and they drive to LA? Those are the heroes. And the problem with this town, if I may go on another bit, is that you're only valued upon your gig. 
So you're only oh, like valuable your upon your own level of success, right? Yeah. Right now, well, I will use me for example, which is terrible, right? Right? No views. No one cares. No one's around. Nobody wants to be on. But if all of a sudden, for some reason, they were like, I like Zoom podcasts with people I don't know, and it blows up, right? Then everybody's right, like, right. hey, man, I'd love to be on it, right? And it's the town of selfish. I don't want to call, you know, you know who they are. The people, okay, let me explain something to you. Losers with your with your large belt buckles and your dirty boots. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I have all of those things. Yeah. Your belt yeah, buckles the people are that move enormous. out to LA and going up there, I mean that takes so much balls. Yeah. Just just to move to the city. So in my mind, anyone that has moved anywhere to a tree to achieve a goal, in my mind, is a winner. Right? You've gotten oh, yeah. up or whatever, right? You've moved from Punxsutawney to LA, you're doing it. And and even if you don't and the problem is that until you've made it to a certain level, you're garbage. No one cares because there's so many people that oh, yeah. so many people mathematically will fail that you can't even really help. It's over. So I would say that 99% of people that move to L.A., and I don't think that's an unrealistic number, really. One out of, how many people do it for 20, 30 years? One out of 100? Now, of course, we've had the pandemic, but it's interesting to see. We're in our 40s. People are having kids, right? I've been doing this. I've been doing comedy. I've been doing comedy for 10 years. This is yeah, January. Yeah, actually, this month. Oh, this congratulations. month will be my 10 years since I took my improv 101 at Second City. Nice. But it is interesting to see the people in the try, and then you can see the people that are having a complete breakdown of like not getting success, and it's so hard. And it's like, you know, you get you get made fun of if you're an actor, you get this or whatever. But then everybody loves you once you're on it, right? Yeah. Once you're on an HBO show, all of a sudden you're getting free key lime pie at the diner. Oh, but yeah, if you're doing non-union extra work in Game of Thrones, they're like your your son's an idiot, you know? <laughs> yeah. But and then of course. No, I'm I'm still at the bottom. So everything I'm saying is is a view looking from up. from the yeah the There's a couple people the trampled yeah. But you, like Mitzi Shorts, it's a sin to encourage mediocrity, and <laughs> which is why no one's encouraging. That's my thing. Yeah. But the town is uh, so. Listen to me. I I think you're a winner. Like if you've already done it, and you're if you're if you are doing the proper steps to achieve a goal that you've set for yourself, you're already a winner to other winners. But if you're half as in life and then you, you can't, I know so many people that don't apply themselves and then they don't understand why nothing's happened. It's so much harder for the person who's been doing this for so long and he still's not going anywhere. Right. That's yeah, rough. You think, you think it's rough to start and be like, Oh, that's, you know, I uh, was actually talking to somebody I know, and and she said something that I thought was interesting. Later she on. said, "I guess you could call that a dick." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what did she say? It was something. The gist of it was, you got to work really hard to be good at something. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" 
Everybody nobody, knows that. You're nobody until somebody loves you, right? Yeah. Dean Martin. Oh, yeah. Prima, whatever. But I really feel like that's true. So, for example, I post, I'm playing flappers on Sunday. You get three things like this asshole is promoting. But then you're like, oh, I, I, got, a, I got a gig on an NBC show as a thing. Oh, well, fantastic. Well, because now this town is based off, and we, we know people, it's like they're only helping themselves. I find that the people that are the most selfish don't actually succeed. Now, there's a difference of being a psycho and being egotistical, narcissistic, and using that. Like I would imagine the Whitney Cummings, who's like a genius, right? She's got to plow through all the bullshit to to, to go to her level. Yeah. Single-minded. Uh, but, you know, 10 years ago, right? She doesn't know what he cares. And that's that's the thing about the town. And you're only hot when you're hot. I don't know. And it's weird. People like, they're like, oh, well, I haven't seen you or anything. Well, I, you know, I'm big in Japan, which is true. It's more of a weight joke. But, you know, I... The list of my accomplishments don't meet other people's idea of what a person's accomplishments should be right. while they put on their brown loafers and go work at KPMG as a certified public accountant. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you're going to want to kill yourself unless you're a fan of this and you're listening to this. Then go ahead and hit and smash that like button and subscribe to this stuff. I think there's a bell that you're supposed to click. I don't know. I don't know how this works. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Notified immediately when this comes out. You'll be the first to watch it. So there's and this the guy. Last. I don't want to call him out. We'll call him uh, Dan. This is nowhere close Dan, to yeah. And And we started at the same time at Second City, and it's like, Dan loves karate and, like, heavy metal. And like action figures, and like, like you get it, right? Like, oh, okay. he's still wearing affliction t shirts. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 very skinny. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like oh. draped off the body of, a, of an old man. <laughs> but to see him, like, I could, you're just watching him fall apart. There's a few people that I've watched, much like a show, an episode, where I'm just watching them, like, Oh, you're going to quit soon. And then you see, like, you see them, like, I can't believe I didn't get this gig. So I wrote to the cash director and I said, I can't believe blah, 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 blah. The gull. Right? Yeah. And then I called him. I said, you don't want, because he's uh, ethnic, see, and he has other things. I don't want to call out because people know who he is, right? And he's like, but I'm this, this, and this. I mean, it's like, well, yeah, but you got to be good, buddy. That's still the thing. Like, you can be all those things, but you have to have some sort of talent. But so... And as someone who was casted and been a casting director and even for voiceover stuff, I really don't take it personal anymore. Like, it doesn't matter. It Auditioning. Right. It, it doesn't. It's not a uh, measure of your self-worth. It's yeah, not yeah. even personal, you know? Yeah. Maybe you're overqualified. Maybe you're underqualified. <laughs> I'm definitely underqualified. What were you just saying? <laughs> Wait, when? <laughs> oh, the so, uh, so the guy, oh, he's, he's, oh, yeah. oh, he's writing to them and he's like, uh, I can't believe you wouldn't want to book me. I'm what's hot right now. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, dang, this is the end. And, and it was like three weeks later. He's like, I'm moving out of L.A. I'm going back to my my mom's basement. So I was like, yeah, it's all that. Huh. Yeah. But there's a there's a, a lot of them. And I, if you try and fail, you should. And that person comes home. Don't be a dick about it. Hug them because they took a shot. Oh, and, right. And yeah. More than likely, you've never taken a shot in life. Right. The most most people will never do anything. will never even attempt to do anything they want to do because they're comfortable. 
Yeah, you're like one of them armchair uh, quarterbacks. You're wearing a rock pair of beautiful rock ports, all right? Framingham Master suit, beautiful. Ah, oh, God, right? You're like, I got too much. I have too much support. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and check. <laughs> Rant. <laughs> Done. Oh, so come see me at Flappers. When this comes out, it would have been two days ago. So come. Oh, yeah. Come, uh, yeah, go back in time. And then obviously, if I ever get a show, that is, is I gotta tell you, that really, it really is scary. Well, so at, at my age, you know? Yeah, I, I'm very, that? I'm very impressed. I'm impressed with anyone who does that sort of thing, specifically comedy, just because it is so. I feel like when you bomb, it's like getting slapped in the face with everyone watching you, right? So you're up there. Definitely they can quiet. see it on your face. They know you did it. Flops you know went. you did it. And you're like... I think I'm done here. And you put the mic in and you walk <laughs> yeah, off stage. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> do you think that you would feel less terrified if you had like a three-by-five uh, card with a few uh, notes well, on it? Well, I've noticed that people do that. Or they hold their phone, you know. Well, that you know, for open mics... I think oh, true, because they're working open on mics stuff. Bring your notebook or work out yeah. material. But if you're, you know, if people are paying 25 bucks to come see a comedy show, like I feel like I should have more. I feel like I should, for the money that they're paying, I mean, I'm a sliver. I, I'm just a oh, mistake right. in the, right? I'm a sliver of, I'm not, you yeah, know. literally a five minute sliver. Yeah. They stick me somewhere in the middle because I'm terrible. That's what you want to do. You want to start strong, shit in the middle. Yeah. Right? You're, the, you're, you're like the fluffer almost yeah. for I'm the okay next with guy. It, right? Yeah. And now, Cut for time, we bring you mid-rant. Take it away, Brian Sturgis. And you, you never met a, a larger group of than entertainers. Not a, how, <laughs> how could someone work for you for two weeks and you, don't ever, you never really thank them and you don't really send them any sort of thing? Send me a $100 gift card. Come on, you f***ing cheap mother. A crumpled AMC uh, movie ticket. Anything. It, it's, a, it's, it's a thing why there aren't a lot of men in this town. Because they don't understand it. They don't understand what is. Uh, I worked for you for two weeks. Why don't you do me a do a do we do something for me? But they're not available. But right. all of those people fail, and you've all failed, and you're losers. Look at me very carefully. Everyone who I've ever helped who's ever helped me back. This is why you're exactly where you are. It's not me. It's not society. It's you. You are. <laughs> you your parents your children your cousins your dog your next door neighbor your cardiologist oh all of you this is why okay so now when i come to a restaurant keep your thumb out of my gazpacho plus this cold take it back (laughs) yeah heat this up (laughs) but really i i gotta tell you the 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 rage and i'm like oh yeah yeah yeah, and they're not even being dicks about it. There's, there's just a lack of... It's like, doesn't anybody have a father who taught them how to be a man in society? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? If someone does... It, it's, it's very simple. With manners, But yeah. they've, all fa- they've, they've all quit and failed. And, and where is that time that I could have spent on me? This is why... An example, right? You try to help people, they don't, they don't want help. They, they know that they're shit already 
but they want to pretend they're not, but they know. And their yeah. actions show us that they know their shit. And then when you're like, if it's like, oh, I've never auditioned. I never got headshots. I never, you know how many actors I know that have taken a class and they're like, why did the Spielberg called me? It's like, you got to do, a, it's show business, <laughs> motherfucker. Right. right? I've been sitting here. So essentially, here. Yeah. you've hired me. I came and I painted your studio. Now I have a studio to paint. But, you know, no, thank you. Right? Get to I it. Help, and that's that's the biggest problem with this town. It, it, so I just sit. I take my pillow. I fill it up with cash. Right? I stick it on there and I dream of all the losers that never thanked me. Right? Yeah. That's how you get revenge. All of you. Okay? Every single one of you. You know who you are. Your stupid comedy f***ing bands and your musical that never happened, okay? This is why you're an assistant manager of a lady footlocker in Reseda. You s***. You garbage. You'll never be nothing. yourself. This has been another episode of Unnecessary Talk with Brian Sturgis and I am that Brian Sturgis. Follow me at briansturgis.com, Poor Life Choices TV, at Mr. Brian Sturgis, uh, at Timothy Hall Music, at timothyhallmusic.com, at Fantastic Sam's, at gofuckyourmother.org. It's a non-profit for... <laughs> That's good. We support nonprofit. I'm gonna have more wine. Right on. Oh yeah.